You're listening to Prefect Talk, a podcast by the Penrith Perception, where we drive discussions about the cogs and gears that run a selective high school in New South Wales. In today's episode, we talk to some of the students who were in the musical, The Little Shop of Horrors, and hear from the hardworking teachers from the Kappa faculty to uncover what it's like putting on a musical. I'm your host, Miat. Penrith High School put on its first musical in over 30 years, The Little Shop of Horrors, directed by our very own enrichment tutor, Bethany Harrison. The show is about a quiet floral assistant named Seymour Crowborn who stumbles across a new breed of flytrap plant he names Audrey II after his co-worker crush. This foul-mouthed flytrap sings R&B and promises unending fame and fortune to the down-and-out Seymour as long as he keeps reading it blood. Over time though, Seymour discovers the carnivorous Audrey II's out-of-this-world origins and intent towards global domination. The show's pop rock musical journey takes audiences from the rough neighborhood of Skid Row right through to fleeting fame when Seymour's flytrap plant can only thrive on human blood and grows bigger and bigger. The show offers a spray of characters and events including a budding romance, a crazy dentist, the growing seeds of a world takeover, and an evergreen ensemble who bear witness to it all. The work and vision from the creative and performing arts faculty, better known as Kappa, and the cast have been hard at work since late 2021 putting together this lively show. With two performances across two days, the talented cast and crew did an exceptional job enhanced by the vibrant lighting and sound which transformed the school hall into a fully-fledged performance space. COVID tried to make things difficult with one of the leads of the show becoming a close contact right before the opening night, and so, with the spirit of The Show Must Go On, two senior students learned the lines of the play and performed an act each on opening night before the original lead could return after isolation, right in time for the closing show. COVID has not been kind to the entertainment industry in the last few years, so it was extra special to see a celebration of the arts continue at Penrith High. And so here with me today to discuss the complexities and enjoyment of putting on a musical performance is Mr. Anthony Vasallo, who is the head teacher Kappa and was the musical producer, and Mr. Jack Rawls, who was a music and arts teacher and was the musical director in charge of the band. Welcome. Hello. Hi. So just for anyone who hasn't seen the musical yet, do you want to just like give a brief summary of what the musical is about it is a science fiction black comedy musical that involves a very nerdy young man finding a plant that feeds on blood and eventually kills people and aims to take over the world in less than 90 minutes from beginning to end of show is there any reason why you chose that like did it resonate with you um (laughs) Even though you're a spinning image of Seymour. <laughs> I am... T- no, I, I... As... As a person who would consider themselves an ex-emo kid with Mr. Rolls, Current. who, as musical director, who also had a big black side fringe growing up, um, it appealed to us because it was quite dark. Uh, I think a lot of people seem to think musicals are really happy and joyous, and I just don't think that's me. I mean, I'm happy and joyous, but I don't think that those particular performance always interest me. Not for 90 minutes. And it's also on a practical level. It's the first one, and, and as we said, 30 years. So we couldn't do a giant bells and whistles, 30-piece orchestra sort of thing. So to work out, okay, what can we practically put on? What can we get max student participation, especially in the bandwidth? And since this one was a small rock band, it was, it was perfect. So, Mr. Vasalo, as the producer of the musical, what did your role entail? Lots of crying and lots of chocolate. But um, my key role was to put the team together and just support everyone in making sure that the musical came together. 
think my key role was making sure that all the different bits and pieces of the puzzle from Bethany directing and choreographing to Mr. Rolls um, running the band, Miss Gadana stage managing, Mrs. Roberts and Mrs. Fale looking after front of house and the canteen for us, Miss Maggie, Miss Horsley, Mr. Wallace, uh, bringing all of their stuff together and making it cohesive uh, so that the final product looked like something that an audience would want to see. Oh, so how many hours do you reckon that all took up like every week? Cool. <laughs> a lot. A lot. Uh, I think in total, before show week, we did about 65 hours of rehearsal with just the cast. Uh, and then the band did another... The band rehearsed every week um, for an hour. And then we had one or two weekend rehearsals that were four hours. So you know, upwards about 20 something hours at least with the band. And then in show week... The teachers did 76 and a half hours uh, that week. Uh, we started at 7am on Monday and because we had to rig the set in, we left about midnight. Uh, so it was a really long day and I'm sure Mr. Rolls at the end of that day didn't want to hear from me um, for as long as possible. <laughs> Damn, that is a lot of work. As musical director in charge of the music and band, what did your role entail? Um, so with the band, I had to make sure that while as I was um, ended up playing and conducting was that I knew the musical inside out and I knew all the cues. Um, so first I had to study the score really intimately and the music itself so I could know how it works and also how it fits on stage because quite a lot of the cues aren't musical. They're dialogue or they're action based. Okay, from there, assembling the band was, um, wasn't too bad. I had an idea of who I wanted in the band and I needed to ensure that the students were A, capable of performing the parts and be knew, knew that they were committed students that would turn up to rehearsals and be able to follow direction. So auditions were held and I picked the band and I think I picked a really good band. From there, it was getting them their scores, allowing them time to learn their parts. And then the weekly rehearsal was getting through all the tunes on their own because of course musicals aren't just straight songs, there's dialogue and things in between and before and after. So it was a period of learning the songs as they are and then... And, working with the band and the cast to put the action to it as well. As I said, there's some cues and things that aren't music-based, they're dialogue-based. So we'd learn the tunes on their own and then learn them in context with everyone else. So doing that week to week, getting them together. As it came time closer to the musical itself, it was then rehearsing with all the singers and the band together at the same time. So, you know, in essence, it was I had to learn the music, the music back-to-back and then just rehearsing the band um, each week, making sure they're really, really tight. So when it comes to rehearsing with the cast and the singers, the band is rock solid to give the singers the best opportunity to um to sound and look their best. So this is, of course, Penrith High's first musical in over 30 years. So what sparked the idea of doing a musical this year? And how did you even start putting on a musical? Well, we've wanted to do a musical for a while, um, but we just haven't been at a stage with the Kappa Ensemble program to really put something together. Uh, we kind of thought that after COVID, we needed an event that would bring our school together. Uh, something that would give students an opportunity, whether you're in, you're in year seven or in year 12, to come together and work on a project or a performance. And we thought a musical was a really good way of doing that. In terms of how we started, the first step was chocolate. The second step was more chocolate. The third step was tears. Um, but then we got started and we kind of thought we needed to find a musical that we could do 
from the ground up because we had no sets, props, very limited costumes. And that's when we discovered and brainstormed Little Shop of Horrors. How would you describe a typical rehearsal? So I would describe a typical rehearsal as chaotic, an organised chaos. Luckily, we had Bethany, who runs a very tight rehearsal. If anyone knows Bethany, you know that she doesn't accept anything less than your best. Uh, rehearsals were Wednesday, 3 to 5, and every second Sunday from 12 to 5. In terms of the band, I'll let Mr Rolls talk about that one. Um, for the band, we have it a, a little bit easy, well, actually a lot easier in rehearsing with the cast because... Um, our guys can take home the music and exactly what they need to do. Um, so a typical rehearsal will be for us, we come in, set up, and I just call tunes back to back and we run them. So the first rehearsals were running the book back front to back, which is just run every number in order. And then from there, we work backwards to pick out the tunes that are the hardest. And we workshop those as the band practices on their own, they'll learn the easy tunes. Um, and they usually would sort them out on their own. It would come together much easier from there. Our rehearsals were get up, set up, play the tunes, take on feedback from myself and then finish with um, some notes that they need to take home as well as pieces that we'll probably do in the following week so they know a little bit ahead of time they know the specific parts they got to work on. So, Mr Vasali, you mentioned, like, props and costumes before. So I was wondering, like, what preparation and details went into the props and costumes that the audience may not have seen? I think what the audience didn't see was the frantic panic when our lead's costumes did not arrive the week before the musical. And I had a very lovely phone call with a courier company who assured me they would arrive and we got to the day before the dress rehearsal and then I was informed they were not going to arrive in time. Luckily, Mrs Ryan, in all of her wisdom, helped me organised some new costumes so I ran down the road and I bought some costumes from a costume shop in Penrith quite quickly. Luckily they fitted. The other thing that no one really would have seen is there were some secret helpers in our musical that weren't on stage and I really need to mention Ray, Gretchen, Amisha who spent their Sundays painting, sewing, cutting up, sewing some more, gluing. Those little bits and pieces that no one saw, um, that really helped the musical come together. And I I can say that if we didn't have Ray, Gretchen and Amisha backstage, I I question the quality of their sets, props and costumes because they owned that and they owned that really, really well and we're really thankful for them. So what was the biggest challenge in putting together the musical? Um, I think in order, I suppose COVID and then... Out of all that, we thought, okay, it's going pretty well. And then floods. Okay, okay. Can't, can't really deal with floods. Don't have enough sandbags. And then equipment to get it all together. Things that are arriving late. And as Ms. Vassala mentioned before, the setup of the fantastic lights that we did have, that took a really, really long time. So those three. Yeah, I feel like the floods just came out of nowhere. We weren't really expecting it. Like last year around this time, we didn't have those sort of floods. So, Yeah. <laughs> I agree. I would say my biggest challenge was I had to learn to drive a truck to go and pick up all of the Audrey puppets. So the senior executive, Miss Cush, Mrs Ryan, Mr Ferguson, Miss Lee 
and Miss Lowe trusted me enough to hire a truck on behalf of the school, drive all the way to Lithgow, load that truck up, and then drive it back to Penrith. On your own? On my own. Uh, so, Yes, unsupervised, according to Mr Rolls, um, which is a which is dangerous, uh, but that was a lovely one-day concert from here to Lithgow solo in a truck with me just singing along to my lovely Britney Spears. Wait, with, like, the truck, don't you need, like, a heavy licence? Oh, it depends what like? trucks. You can, oh, okay. A lot of trucks, small box trucks, you can drive on a Class C licence. Oh, okay. I was going to say, like, did you go out of your way to get, like, a heavy duty licence? He, he can drive a like semi-trailer, this is confirmed. I cannot, that is a lie, and <laughs> I will not be helping anyone move houses. Among all, like, the challenges that you faced during the musical preparation, what was your favourite aspect of bringing together the musical and the musical atmosphere? Um... So as a musician, I'm very much into like how it sounds and all those, how the voices and how the instruments and the band works together. So for me, the best part was the sits probe where we get the cast and the band together. And I we all actually get to hear for the first time how the singing works together with, with the band together. So one it right at the very end when it actually cut, starts coming together, all the separate huge groups, um, that's the best part because you can actually hear how it all works together. The band gets the experience of knowing what it sounds like instead of just playing everything instrumentally. And the cast gets to work with something that isn't just a backing track. It's much more live. And um, I, I, I find that part really much more exciting than weekly rehearsals. So how did everyone prepare themselves for the two big performances? Do you have a warm-up or like a pre-performance ritual? Everyone seemed to have their own unique way of getting, to getting ready. Um, I think my only rule as a Kappa teacher live performances is you have to get ready together and you have to be an ensemble or a cast um, and my favorite moment in getting everyone together was just before the show going down to the cafeteria and having everyone involved in the musical listening to their music and just just having fun really and it was just a nice moment so I think in terms of getting ready it was the being in a group and being with their friends yeah that was that's about it yeah I've seen Photos of all of them from the cafeteria and they all look like yeah. one big family. Whereas um, band are sort of different animals to uh, all, the, all the cast and things. Our routine was, all right, be there half an hour before. We just sort of sat, had a chat, really. Much more relaxed than our grounds because we're a little less under the pump than everyone else. We're not on stage as much. So we're, we're nice and in the corner playing instruments, doing what we do every day. So our routine was hang out for half an hour. Yeah, it looked like kind of chaotic in like the cafeteria. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to go to like the musical itself to see it, but I saw like everyone's Instagram stories and posts about it. <laughs> so out of the entire musical, what would you say is like your favourite scene? In rehearsal, my favourite scene was Wushnik and Sons. And I think that just, it entertained me so much, but I can say, during the performances, my favourite scene changed. Uh, it changed to somewhere that's green, and I am very open and honest. I did cry during this scene in that moment when Diksha came downstage, and it was just very lovely in summer. Uh, it, was, it was a nice moment, and it was a moment of all of this work has come together, but also, oh wow, this cast is phenomenal. Um, Mr. Rolls, do you have a favourite scene that was like different to Mr. Vasalo's? Um, from what I did see, I saw many tiny little snippets of different scenes because as we're 
may not know, but as we play the music, we've got our heads in our charts trying to read and I'm using one eye to look at the stage to see the action, one eye on my chart and one eye on my band as well to check where they are and give them cues. So we didn't actually get to, and I didn't really actually get to watch much of the show. Um, but I guess favourite scene, I guess, if parts that I did see was definitely um, those bits in The Dentist. They were really fun. So, Mr. Rules, since you didn't get to see much of the musical, was there a favourite song you got to play with your oh. band? Yeah. Um, so, originally it was Mushtik and Sons, because um, that's just a sweet, fun tango to play the whole way. Um, but then, ironically, we had this piece that we were working on, which was The Meek, and it never quite worked in any of the rehearsals until the first show when it just worked perfectly. And it was really, really fun to play, and it's got a really good ending. So... It started off as Mushnik, but then towards the end, it was definitely the Meek because when the band nailed the hits at the end, everyone loved it. The eyes lit up. So I think definitely the Meek. So last and final question, what's next for Penrith High? Is there going to be another musical or some sort of other performance in the future? I don't think we would be allowed to not have a musical. Uh, we're already starting to plan where to next, but the next musical feels really far away, despite not being that far off. Next up, the Kappa faculty have the mid-year showcase where our ensembles will present um, everything they've done so far this year, and that's fairly relaxed. Uh, and that's really exciting because it's the first one we've been able to have on site since before COVID. Then we're working towards Penrith in performance at the Verbruggen Hall at the Conservatorium in Term 4. And I think I'm really excited because that's going to have a bunch of firsts for Penrith High School. It's going to be our first event at the Conservatorium. It will be the first time that every student in every ensemble will come together in one musical item that has been specifically arranged for our students. So I'm really excited for that and it's massively nerdy, I know, but I just, I'm excited for that. The other first, it will be the first time that an audience or anyone will hear our school song. So our Head of Instrumental Ensemble Program, Mr. Sandham, has composed an original piece for our school. And it will be the first time it will be played to a live audience. And that is, that's going to be special for many, 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 many reasons. Um, so, so you mentioned how you're brainstorming ideas for the next musical, or are you like allowed to tell us or give us like an Easter egg or would you have to kill us? Mr. Rolls? There are a number of options on the board. But I can say, girls just want to have fun. <laughs> well, um, do you have like a certain time, like potentially when this will happen? Not yet. It's not too far away though. I'm very excited. <laughs> We're so excited to see what's coming up next. Thanks for having us. Anytime. That's it for today's episode of Prefect Talk. We hope you enjoyed the inspiring words of our community. Thank you so much to everyone who shared their experiences and words. We'll catch you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to this episode from the Penrith Perception, a podcast made by the Penrith Selective High School Prefects and Multimedia Leaders. To support us and be notified when new episodes are released, feel free to follow us on Spotify. You can also find us on Instagram at the Penrith Perception for more news and to provide feedback for our future segments. The Penrith Perception is mixed and edited by Holly Kurikos and Miat No. 
Executive produced by Gabe Kent, Su Jong Yu, Carl Serrato, and Dimity Scardanis. Produced by Geetika Aranyulothil, Iman Faisal, Andre Dubier, Nishani Balarubin, Anandika Ramesh, and Diane Keslangan. Graphic design by Sofia Gonzalez and Jai Zhu. Music by Pritam Telugu.